Hi all, this is Agata. And this is Raul. And this is Saiwai. Welcome to the 11th episode of Saiwai, where we will talk about a very recent study that, well, this just came out, like guys, this just in, uh, through journalism, you know, day to day, to the minute. Uh, on, of course, some scientific research that I thought that it was pretty interesting, which, by the way, I didn't know it was there until Agatha pointed out that... Me? Yeah. Or wow. <laughs> I, think, I think you sent it to me, like, read this. And I was like, oh, interesting. So... Did I? Yeah, I think so. So what are we talking about? Uh-huh. Let's see. Maybe I don't should... know, I'm sending you so many <laughs> we should talk about scientific articles that... No, this is the only one. Ah, okay. okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Today... So memory loss will be next. <laughs> <laughs> Today we are going to talk about how people are getting taller and taller every year. Oh. Which is something that is baffling scientists for already the last century, really. So it's a really long time problem that no one has solved yet until now and yet the tallest people uh, recorded in history were like what one or two hundred years ago yeah but single individuals don't make a trend that is very important in statistics still still mm, i think it's more flashy there's like everyone is so small and there is one really really tall woman that you can put in a circus now if everyone is tall who do we put in the circus? Uh-huh, it's short people. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know that every year the National Institute of Statistics of every country, like mm. every civilized country in the world has one, they take data on the things that are happening in the country, which is called demographic data. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, for example, with birds, deaths, weddings, uh, car accidents, uh, rain medicines used, all this kind of stuff. And then they process this data and that gives valuable information on how is the state of the country in this given moment. Yes. Okay? So. I am aware. One of them is how tall people are. Okay? Okay. How do they measure it? How do they measure it? Because uh, when you are born, mm -hmm. they measure how tall the baby is. Mm -hmm. you know? And that is part of your medical record. Right? Mm -hmm. And then later, every time you go to the doctor for regular checkups when you are still a kid, a toddler, a teenager and stuff, they mm -hmm. measure you over and over. So then it's part of your medical record how it's tall you so are. It's been so long time ago when I was a teenager that I don't remember if they were measuring me. Yeah, because usually... In... Who knows, maybe we are not in a civilized country. Well, we live in Poland, so da -da 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 -da. you tell me... <laughs> Women usually stop their growth around 19, 20 years old. Really? Mm -hmm. That late? Yeah. And men usually... I think I, I stopped at like 13. Well, yeah, I said usually. <laughs> <laughs> but you are also like... I'm small. <laughs> extraordinarily short. But uh, men usually stop their growth when they are 22, 23. That okay. late, really? Yeah, I was growing until I was like 23 or something like that. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why you're so tall. Yeah, probably. But also because, you know, of these uh, Danone yogurts <laughs> that in Spain were advertised that they will make you taller because of the probiotics or some, or some or shit. Calcium. 
Yeah. Build your bones. They are super long. Yeah. So anyway, once this National Institute of Statistics knows about the average of people, they can calculate a trend. And it has been observed that in the UK, the average height rose about 10 centimeters during the 20th century. 10? 10 centimeters. Nice. Wow, yeah, that's that a lot. That is like half the distance between your thumb and your uh, small finger. Pinky. And your pinky, yes. Wow, okay. that's that is a lot. It, yeah, so individuals in the 1900s are 10 centimeters shorter than individuals in the 2000s in mm -hmm. UK. However, well, when I was let's say visiting some um, some places, <laughs> some sites, for example in Turkey, mm -hmm. uh, that there were some tunnels that were built, you know, in third century. Uh, the tunnels were so small mm -hmm. and there were some really tall people that had a problem to enter or that they were just not allowed to enter mm -hmm. because they were too tall. Yeah. And we were thinking like, oh my God, how small those people were that th this was like the underground city that they lived in. Yeah, yeah, it's And insane. for sure they were walking around there like comfortably. You know, we grew a little or you look at some... We grew a lot. In the Middle Ages, people were extraordinarily short. Like I remember going you to look a, at the armors. For exactly, example. I remember going to this museum of medieval artifacts in Spain back in the day, and I was shocked that the armor was so small because usually you think of the Templars or yeah, something like, you like watch that. Watch the movies. Yeah, and like you imagine them like big exactly like giants, and probably for the standard of the Middle Ages, they were giants mm -hmm. but nowadays you look at them and they look just like a short man you yeah. know like not especially tall you know so probably i in the middle ages would be considered a giant mm -hmm. a freak well also nowadays i am taller than average anyway <laughs> but <laughs> but you know, no one is like pointing you out yes yeah, exactly so i wouldn't have problems wearing an armor nowadays mm. Not that I would want. Well, yeah, I would want to wear an armor, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, it's heavy. I would. Ah, it's super cool. But, you know, in the Middle Ages, there would be no armors for me because people were really, really short back then. But in the 20th century, we have seen how countries, uh, sorry, not countries, but the people in these uh, mm -hmm. different countries, the, populations of the population countries. was getting taller and taller, but really quickly in the 20th century. Mm -hmm. So in UK, the average height rose 10 centimeters, but in other countries rose 20 centimeters. 20. 20, so it's a lot. But why? No one knew. Because Better nutrition, more than on. <laughs> the thing is that the data was there and, well, you just have to look at it, you mm -hmm. know, I mean, there's nothing that you cannot argue, but no one knew why. No one could point out the, the reason, no? Yeah. However, we do know that people that have good diets and healthy lifestyle usually are taller mm -hmm. and also babies that are brought up in environments that they consider happier they are also taller mm -hmm. so babies that are brought up in loving supportive families are usually taller okay than babies that are in exclusion like in social exclusion or in foster families and stuff like that okay the good example is south korea that mm -hmm. in the last 50 years, South Korea has seen a huge development right after the Korean War. Of okay. course, when the two Koreas split and South Korea became independent 
and started to embrace all this industrialism and capitalism that made the country develop really quickly. And when you see the trend of average height of individuals in South Korea in the last 50 years, you see that it has spiked really a lot. Mm -hmm. Still, South Koreans are shorter than the average European mm -hmm. because there you have the Swedish that are there <laughs> raising the, the average, you know, you go boys. But it, it has spiked since South Korea became a rich country. However, in other parts of Southern Asia and Africa, the average height has not really changed in the last hundred years. Mm -hmm. So there, is, wonder, there must be a trend, there must I mean, be a reason there. We know that if you ask North Korea, like, hey, what is the average height of people in your country? They will probably say like, ooh, two meters. We are all super tall because the Kim Jong-un brought us the... We are, we are talking about South Korea. Yes, I'm talking about North Korea. Ah, okay. They're like, if you would ask the, them... The bad Korea. Yeah, the bad Korea, they, they will not give you a proper data, which would be helpful because yeah. then we could compare the people from North Korea and the people from South Korea mm -hmm. to see how in the that 50 years they Not that they changed. care either. No. We know that North Korea is the best country in the world and that they always win whatever happens. I don't know, like... Olympics, for sure, they won Olympics. Oh, they bombed New York. Have you watched the ah, video? Yeah, that was, so, that was really something. So, yeah, so, you know, for sure they are the tallest. Mm -hmm. But I think it would be interesting to have a real data to compare yeah. the, the average height in the so probably past years. North Korea are the tallest. But in the real world, wink, wink. outside of delusional thoughts, <laughs> South Korea has had a really improvement in height of individuals since the country became rich. But the thing here is that the reason remained a mystery. But we knew that it has to do something with hormones. Like mm -hmm. everything else in your body is related to hormones. And hormones are created in your brain, right? So let's take a look at the brain, okay? Now, you know that the brain is divided in different regions and each region will take care of different tasks. Uh, there is a region of the brain that is pretty interesting called the hypothalamus that cares about nutrition, hunger, and growth. And we know that it is there where the human growth hormone is created. And that is also the same region that controls when you are hungry. Because you feel hungry because uh, your body feels that it lacks nutrients or water. And then you are like, mm, I could eat something, you know? <laughs> that is the brain, I mean, sorry, that is the part of the brain that controls that feeling, okay? Mm -hmm. We also know that brain works with a stimuli that trigger different receptors, okay? For example, when light hits your eyes, the eyes will transmit that stimuli to this region of the brain where different receptors are excited, no? they are activated. <laughs> we know that researchers in England, with you know, cooperation of other universities in the US, they have found a mysterious receptor in your brain mm. that connects food with sex and Ooh. growth, okay? And then there will be people who will ask you, uh, would you prefer to eat or have sex? Both. Apparently both. Exactly, that is the reason why Thank you. when you eat chocolate, they say that you feel a sexual release, you know, like, oh. uh, yeah, like, the, the, two, the two are very similar. Single you know? women are also often portrayed with a glass of wine mm -hmm, and a mm -hmm, chocolate. Yeah. Mm. 
wing to maybe it wasn't really that uh, sexist of them hello to Bridget Jones from us <laughs> <laughs> so the thing here is that this receptor that they have found that connects food with bodily functions like sex is called MC3R which is beautiful name which is uh, the name like kind of robotic name and it stands for melanocortin 3 receptor which to be such a cool receptor it has pretty boring name melanocortin i think it's nice yeah but you know sounds well, a bit melodic if i had to name it uh, all the things in your body will be called something like hypertron or something like that you know but anyway it stands for that maximus cortimus <laughs> <laughs> MC, the third MC3R receptor okay the leader or the lead researcher of this study is professor Sir Stephen O'Reilly okay sir. yeah because he's a sir and he says that and I quote it tells the body that we are great here we've got lots of food so grow quickly have puberty soon and make lot of babies mm. yeah I've heard that um well, it's so much easier to to um, prove it with girls mm -hmm. that girls are um, going through puberty earlier now mm -hmm. than in the past. Yeah, probably for that reason, and it's easy to to check it because the puberty is, let's say, like the the most obvious sign is the menstruation. Yeah, with boys, it's more difficult to calculate it because like. When when do you start? When he gets his first few hairs in the mustache, or I don't think so because your mustache is a secondary sex character. So the secondary sex characters they appear once the primarily sex characters are already developed. So I guess that when you first start producing sperm mm -hmm. is when you have reached your poverty. But I have no idea because okay, I, I didn't just... research on this topic. But it is true that but we yeah, can I've see heard, that I've girls are that. getting mm -hmm. puberty earlier and earlier nowadays. That's why when you watch a movie that happens in, let's say, 17th century, and then some, always the farmer's daughter has her first menstruation, and she's like, oh my god, I'm bleeding. And then her <laughs> hands are covered in blood, and she's so scared. And they are like, oh, you are a woman, Mary Beth. And, she's, and, and I was always thinking, like, bro, she's like, she's like 16. Like, that is a bit too late, no? Why yeah, no one I was, was worried? 11 yeah. when I got my first period. Exactly. So, this is the reason. And my boobies started growing when I was like 8 or 9. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so, you well. know, I, I hit it hard, <laughs> eh? <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, um, the this receptor in your brain is the one that now we know that controls food with bodily function. And this is probably the reason why people are getting taller but also getting poverty earlier and earlier, mm -hmm. okay? Now, because we're supposed to make babies. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing is That's that... That's the whole purpose of humans. <laughs> the, the thing here that is interesting is what happens when this receptor does not work, mm -hmm. okay? Because the thing here is that once you know the cause that, okay, you are getting taller because this receptor is telling you that you, are, you have plenty of food, so you are in a very stable situation, so we can use, your body can use it, not for survival, but to develop, mm -hmm. which is great, because that's the whole point. But what happens when this receptor is not working? Now is the interesting part, because 
researchers it's have not found working or doesn't get the mm. like doesn't get activated yeah exactly like it's not working i mean that it doesn't get excited with the stimuli mm-hmm. or that it's just not developed okay you know that some people lack several hormones mm-hmm. in their body mm-hmm. okay so Which in this probably case also is connected with poor nutrition mm-hmm. yeah so the thing is that you can either have a genetic abnormality so this receptor in your brain is not properly triggered or not properly developed or just your poor lifestyle is not exciting this receptor because of different reasons or you have cancer because for sure cancer can fuck up your brain yeah also but Mm. this with this poor lifestyle can be different reasons like for example there is not good access to healthy foods in the area that you live or maybe, I don't know, things that you cannot control. Let's say, for example, that your country is struck by floods. Or and war. Then, or war. And mm-hmm. then you are in a situation where your lifestyle is deprived because, you know, external factors. Mm-hmm. But external factors will also influence your body. Yeah. Okay? When this receptor is not properly triggered or not properly developed, individuals are also shorter and they tend to reach puberty later. Mm-hmm. Okay? For this study, to find this receptor, half a million volunteers gave their genetic information and it was found that children with genetic mutations that affect this receptor also have less weight than other children that had this receptor properly developed. So the children were getting also skinnier if this receptor is not properly developed. Mm-hmm. Okay? Well, it wouldn't like send them this, this like, hey, eat... Because mm-hmm. you should grow to... Yeah, to or the baby was eating, 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 but the receptor was not receiving the information mm-hmm. that there is plenty of food, mm-hmm. you know? So can be either of them. And also this research team found that one person who had mutation in both copies of the gene that triggers this receptor, which is, you know, extremely rare. So what does it mean? that It, it means that a, a person had genetic mutations that were uh, suppressing this receptor. Mm-hmm. So this person had really heavy body dysmorphia mm-hmm. and they were like surprisingly skinny and small. Mm-hmm. Okay? That person reached puberty after 20 years old. Oh, okay. okay. Quite late. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So there are also extreme cases like this one. Mm-hmm. Right? Interestingly, this all was also found to be true in animals. Mm-hmm. Tests were done in monkeys and other mammals. And, you know, how much you love monkeys. I love monkeys, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, and this was also found to be true in them. So we also share this receptor and this part of the brain with animals, okay? This is interesting because we can develop drugs for the future. Mm-hmm. The future, okay? Now, this discovery can help children that have delay in growth and puberty to develop because they, maybe just that this receptor is not properly triggered. So you just trigger it, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Problem solved, which is great. And it can help to people that have chronic diseases and people who lack muscles. Researchers are thinking that maybe if we can artificially trigger this receptor with medication, uh, this can help these people to develop those muscles. Mm-hmm. Okay, which, would be which is great, yeah, because your muscles are an essential part of your body, I mean, mm-hmm. they it are holding you together, you know, yeah. exactly. This uh, professor, Sir Rayleigh, he said that future research should investigate 
if drugs that can activate this receptor can help to redirect calories from one tissue to mm -hmm. another. Okay, so this Ooh. is interesting. Uh -huh. Because uh, they are they expect that they can improve the physical functionality of patients by taking the calories that they would just waste or turn into fat, mm -hmm. direct them into building muscle through triggering mm. this receptor. Okay? I, I see the potential to grow the Brazilian butt without surgery. Nice. Mm -hmm. Okay, that is While having flat stomach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the future is so near. Okay. I mean, is... like, we, we're talking like science and medicine and helping people who are going through some mm -hmm, some mm -hmm. proper problems with their bodies. Exactly. And the first thing that comes to my head is like, <laughs> mm, Brazilian butt. Wait, wait. Are you saying that the needs of individual develop as the individual develops? I think I am saying so, that. So when your when your basic needs are covered, then other needs appear that will become basic for you. Well, I don't have the need for Brazilian butt, but I would happily direct the calories somewhere else. So, uh, back to the topic. The good news for people that have weight problems, that they are either obese or they are too rather too skinny, is that this can be fixed because... They have also found a receptor in your brain that controls appetite that is called, since the previous one was called MC3R, this one is called MC4R. Okay? Wow. It's like from the producers of MC3, it comes MC4. Yay. Brilliant. Then the, the imagination. It is interesting that those who lack this receptor in their brain are usually obese. Mm -hmm. So sometimes being obese is not a problem of your nutrition is just that you lack a part of your brain that is telling you, bro, you ate enough. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I didn't need anyone to say that because that seems pretty obvious. That mm -hmm. you know, it's it's not that everyone who is obese is just like this terrible lazy person. Like sometimes there are a bit more yeah deep problems it, there. It can be just that you lack a receptor in your mm -hmm. brain that is you know because I mean you have to understand that your brain is an organ like any other part of your body, and like any other organ in your body can malfunction. Mm -hmm. Like when you have problems with but your kidneys... But if your finger malfunctions, okay. But if the brain malfunctions, mm -hmm. that's a problem. Or like if you have problems problem with your kidneys and you can, let's say, not eat salty foods because salt will hurt you because your kidneys do not work properly, everyone will understand. But if you are obese because just a part of your brain is not functioning properly, no one will understand mm -hmm. because, you know... Because because society, yes, you know? The like, expectations. Mm -hmm, bad. It, it is bad. Now, going one step further, it begs the question, how far can we grow? Mm -hmm. Okay, because uh, are we going to be like 10 meters in a few years? Or well, what? maybe not a you know? few years, but... So maybe in 500 years, people will be 5 meters tall? We what are we talking about? You know, will 500 so, years. Everything will go to hell in like... Yeah. 2050. Thank you, Bezos. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> greetings to Jeff Bezos from, from here. So, um, how far can people grow? Because if your children are getting taller than you, and their children will be taller than them, and so on, so like, how far can we grow? Maybe this is the reason why we always imagine aliens from the future being super, super, being tall. super tall this is the re uh, now it makes Giant sense brain. exactly now now it, it makes sense because i was always thinking like why do you assume that 
aliens that from the future are taller. Maybe, they are so maybe this is the reason, I think, because they have plenty of food. Mm. So, sadly, there is a ceiling for height, <laughs> and it is reached when people reach what they call their genetic potential. Mm -hmm. Which genetic potential is such a strong term, you know, sounds <laughs> super cool. So, it is true that your health and your nutrition have a huge impact on your genetic potential and how you reach it. So, children from poorer families that will get enough food and calories, they can grow as tall as possible, but based on their genetic potential. Mm -hmm. Because if they come from a family that they are usually short, Even if they have plenty of food and they have perfect diet and very healthy body, they are being handicapped by their genetic mm -hmm. potential, okay? However, they are likely to still be taller than their parents and grandparents, but maybe not much taller, mm -hmm. okay? So also here genetics you know, and the status of your family will, will also influence on this, okay? Interestingly, taller people live longer than shorter people And they are less likely to suffer heart problems. And Thank you, jeans. And they might also have a higher salary. Like, how is those things relate? I, I That mean, explains everything. <laughs> like, I'm just too short. People don't notice me. Like, if there is a room mm -hmm. and someone wants to say something, they raise their hand. They just don't see me because I'm too small. Uh, here we are. So, Damn. based on this, uh, how tall Elon Musk is? <laughs> like, he must be like a fucking giant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's as giant as the the mine that his daddy had. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's at the bottom of his daddy's emerald mine and reach his hand and he can touch the surface. Of the and earth. he can touch the three yeah. dollars from the US government. <laughs> yeah, he's collecting them from the dollar tree just like that without, without yeah, a ladder or so anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the problem here is that humans cannot grow forever. Okay, We cannot grow, 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 grow. Allegedly. But the average height in the UK spiked in the last century, but in the last 10 years is flattening. Mm -hmm. Okay, so even though people are now taller in the UK than they were in the last century, if you only look at the data from the last 10 years, the average has not changed much. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. so in the year 2020, the average height was almost the same as in the year 2010. Mm -hmm. Okay. And when you compare this with the data from any other country, the biggest difference in height is still in South Korea. So <laughs> people from South Korea have bigger height difference than anyone else anywhere else. Okay? Because they improved the most. Mm -hmm. They improved the most, but also people from Iran. Mm. People from Iran have also really, really huge height difference nowadays than 100 years ago. Which Iran, I don't know how rich the country is, but I wouldn't consider it in, you know, the richest of countries. Also, I wouldn't want to be in any list that Iran is included. <laughs> so, well, it's yeah. in not, um, not the most stable area mm -hmm. of the world. Yeah. Uh, but the country itself might have improved compared to mm -hmm. what And was back then. Also, your brain does not care about political stability. Mm -hmm. They care about how much food you have access to. Uh, this is also the reason why the peacocks that have access to plenty of food and resources have also the brightest feathers. Mm -hmm. 
However, we have to mention that Europe is still leading the tallest people Hola. in the Netherlands, where uh, people are 182 centimeters on average. On average. On average. They are, they are, everyone is so tall in the Netherlands. Like, do, what the fuck is with them? Do they like se- have a separate average for men and women? Yeah, of course, because I mean... Women are usually shorter than yeah, men. So, on average, men in Netherlands are mm-hmm. 182 okay, centimeters. Okay, okay. Okay? While the shortest are women born in Guatemala with 140 centimeters. Oy, oy, oy. 140, yes. They are like the Ompalumpas. Ooh, so if I go there, mm-hmm. I will be tall. Yeah, you will. The country for me is Guatemala. But also, people from Guatemala, they are super lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's loveliest. why it would be great to, to just yeah. walk around there. So, but here Unless you have to Unless they consider. would put me in circles. No, I don't think so. Because uh, they are just too to nice clarify, I'm like 165 centimeters, so... So, yeah. Quite average. I think I'm quite average for college. Well, I don't know. We have to check it. We will check it. Guys, check the average of your country and then you will see how is the situation. <laughs> Where you are be, you? <laughs> you will be proud or disappointed. Who knows? Because I don't know where are you listening us from. We have one listener from Japan, from Japan, and another from Philippines or something. Hello, mm-hmm. konnichiwa. So yeah, uh, with this last very inappropriate comment, uh, we close the topic for today. Interesting, huh? Mm-hmm. Eh? Yeah. Nice. Thinking that you will be the father of my future child, mm-hmm. I will risk saying that it's pretty possible mm-hmm. that the child will be taller than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would say that those are quite high. Yeah, probably. State. And, you know, communism in Poland is pretty eradicated nowadays. So, well, so we have, have food. Like, food and resources, so no problem with it's that. It's expensive, but... But, oh, well. We will manage. Yeah, I mean, as long as you have a job. So, this has been all for this week. I hope that you guys enjoyed as much as we did. We hope that you will check out our Instagram and uh, check some of the small whys that mm-hmm. we shared. How is our Instagram again? Sci.y.podcast. Ah, the super. And, you know, if you like it, share it with a friend because sharing is caring. And we will see you next week. Ijenkipa. Ijenkipa.